Hey everybody, welcome to Back Issues. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. I'm Ben. So it's summer right now, unless you're watching the show at any point in the in, in the future, in which case it's an evergreen episode. But for right now, it's summertime, which means views for Comic Pop are in the fucking toilet. <laughs> Despite all the Marvel properties and all the DC projects, nobody's watching. So since nobody's watching, I'm gonna do a book that is quintessentially Back Issues. So here we go. It's an Elseworlds book. Okay. If you're not familiar, right. the Elseworlds concept is a is an idea that DC long since abandoned and replaced with way worse concepts. <laughs> it is basically DC's what if, only with like more effort. Like DC's Elseworlds and Marvel's what if are like the only analogs. And it's kind of like when you compare Marvel and DC where it's like, oh, they're one to one. And then you like go, oh, fundamentally speaking, they're, they're actually not. Different. Like they're completely different things. What if is like a dumping ground for new artists. It's like, <laughs> you want to prove you can do a monthly book? Write this piece of shit that no one cares about and then just go for it. You know, what, what if, if the Silver Surfer was bronze? Right. I mean, like it might as well be those premises, but it's like, what if this event that sold horribly, like Atlantis Attacks, ended really bad? Oh, well, it'd be really short apparently because it would have to fit within like 22 pages, despite the fact that that thing is like at least an omnibus. <laughs> By the way, What If has since evolved and become better. Like, there was this weird nebulous period in like the 2000s where they went like, hey, you know, we have that What If thing. Like, let's let's try. And so like occasionally you do like, What If Annihilation, What If Civil War, and What If Spider-Man versus Wolverine. Like, some really interesting ideas came out of that. And soon it's gonna be a show. But uh, actually, Chip Zdarsky had a really big issue with the fact that like Marvel doesn't make evergreen books, but DC does. DC always makes these trades or these hardcovers or these graphic novels that you can get anywhere for every character. And so if you're just like off the street, I don't know who Batman is. Here's 16 graphic novels that each give you like a distillation of who that character is. And it's like usually an award-winning book and it's in a nice hardbound edition. And Marvel's like, watch the shows, I guess. I don't know. Like they have no <laughs> yeah, plan for anything. Pick up some random issues from yeah. the like 40, 60 year run. Right, go to your local comic book store. Lost me. Well, here's a good uh, arc that you can read. Yeah. You'll also need these other tie-in books. Oh, yeah. and you have to know about these other characters, right, too. Right, exactly. They're going to constantly reference things that, like, just happened yeah. that, as if you read, but you didn't. Right, and if you don't, like, you know, part of the fun is going to find out what it means. And by the way, that is true. I like that. That's what, you know, that appeals to a certain type of person. Yes. Yeah, a person a who likes to go to the library the and population. research. Or at least a person with a letter A next to the type of person they are. <laughs> so he made Life Story, which is basically a what-if book, mm. but it's like a evergreen Spider-Man trade paperback. And then he's like, what about What If? And so he designed a new logo for What If, and he launched with the Spider-Man book, because of course you do. And he's like, what if books are like dumb, because they're only like 22 pages. Uh. And it's like, you don't really have enough time to really get into it, if you're really legitimately trying to tell that story. Yeah. And so he did like a five or six issue miniseries that is a What If comic, and like springboarded that into the new era for What If, which could for all I know be dead by the time you watch this episode because they're trying one more after that. And so we'll see what happens. Mm. I hope it stays because it's a good idea. Well, then they're going to spin off into where if and oh, why God. if. <laughs> but DC Elseworlds was more like, what if Batman were Superman? What if right. Batman were Green Lantern? Yeah. What if Batman were in the 1800s? <laughs> what if Batman this, Batman that, and sometimes Wonder Woman, but you're not gonna buy that one, so how about Wonder Woman was Batman? Like, it's just what if, but. There's a lot more freedom, too, because you're not hemmed in by the prior story. Like, no. what if is like, it's that everything you that read. happened, except we change one thing, yes. and then, but it's like, well, then I have to, all these characters are tied into who they were before. Exactly. Whereas with Elseworlds, it's like, 
Scott, you can do anything. Yeah, starting from scratch, yeah. which is pretty cool. It's great that DC abandoned it. Good job. <laughs> you know, I talk about it with reverence, but the reality is, like most of the Elseworlds, mm, yeah, some of them were pretty good. Mm. And that's like the highest praise I can give most I'm, Elseworlds books. I'm sure that the Elseworlds books that were really, really good, yeah, like. They're all considered like, you know, iconic graphic novels. They, they are basically, yeah, they dropped that label long ago. Like, I guess technically Dark Knight Returns is an Elseworlds book. Kingdom Come, mm -hmm. I believe, is an Elseworlds book. Right. Yeah, but we don't call them Elseworlds We don't call books. them that no more. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but sometimes you get into the weeds with these Elseworlds books and you're like, why did you do this? Such it is with Superman at Earth's End from Tom Veach and Frank Gomez. <laughs> okay. This... This is that cover is horrible. <laughs> it's straight up awful. At least you know what I, I really respect this cover because I, it really telegraphs what this is about to be. I appreciate the fact which is that horrible. They they give it a painty background. Yeah, like no, this is this is like a texture. It's like the ground. Yeah, like rust and yeah, dirt and shit. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're being artsy. It's like right? Mars. It, it's like yeah. what if Earth turned into well, it, a scorched Earth's end hellscape. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I've heard people refer to this or reference it or pick it up and they're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Because of the <laughs> opening of the book, Superman, who looks like Santa Claus if he were written by Grant Morrison, <laughs> is being held back by cyborg robot men screaming, "You're not blowing up Gotham City." And you're like, "What?" Like there's no context right. for anything that's happening. Just jump in. Just jumping in feet first and it makes no attempt to contextualize you because it's not really an original story. So this isn't like a what if where we get a little bit of background. No. Like, there's hey, no watcher remember? who's like, let me tell you about <laughs> what's going on here. Elseworlds didn't have a watcher and it wouldn't be until Tales of the Dark Multiverse that we would get one and it sucks. I beg your pardon, Tempest Fugonaut is a uh, worthy uh, successor. Wonderful character. Yes, rich Ooh. character, lots of backstory. Ugh, I can't Terrific even finish guy. that thought. No, I love Tempest Fugonaut. If only for the for the kitsch. I, I want DC to make a Tempest Fugonaut statue so yes. you can be on the set and watch over us all the time. So no, can, if he's here, we're part of the world that should not exist. <laughs> Aren't we yeah, though? Yeah, but maybe one of us will be chosen <laughs> to be like rescued from. Ah, uh, yes, him. yes, yeah. Because remember, Tempest Fugonaut, he's building up that Justice yeah, League, and he'll be, be doing that team. forever. Oh yeah, he's building up that Justice League. Well, I've seen this story. I'm not going to pick anyone from it. <laughs> oh, that's right. He literally never, never picks mind. anybody. He doesn't somebody. pick a single person. No, Superman <laughs> at Earth's End is actually a sequel to another book that Tom Veach wrote mm. called Come on D at Earth's End which was a six-issue miniseries Elseworlds book featuring the Jack Kirby character Come On D. Now, here's the thing, you don't know who that is. No. So we gotta give you context for Come On D and then give you context for this miniseries that we're not gonna talk about that gives you context for this book that's oh like only God. 30 pages long. So here we go. Come On D was a Jack Kirby creation of basically this post-apocalyptic Tarzan boy. Come On D is the last boy on Earth and he lives in like, the, the, the desolated wasteland of Earth. Okay. And there was this first cataclysmic event, the first apocalypse, and Jack Kirby was very direct about the fact that he's like, no, it was not nuclear war. Never tell them what it was, but also oh. don't do the nuclear war thing. It's been done to death. I think he created it in the 70s. So he's like, no. Yeah, we're there could be that. fallout. That doesn't mean that like, you know, that, that was the, it was nukes that destroyed Earth. No, exactly. That was not the, that was not the apocalypse. 
Well, like, it can't be radioactive fallout. Right, because Commandee's got to walk around. He's got to swim in the ocean and stuff. So, so well, well, you said there was fallout, though. What does that mean? Well, references that like reactors the, probably failed. Nuclear re reactors may have oh. fallen out. Maybe there was a nuke or two that went off. I see, but it know? wasn't like a complete. Yeah, it wasn't nuclear war that okay. ended the world. Right. And uh, so Commandee, the last boy, literally, he's named after the bunker, like the fallout-esque bunker that he came from called Command D. Okay. And so it's a bastardization of that title sure. that he adopted for himself. And it's just like a fun little like adventure book about this boy in the post-apocalypse. But if he's the last boy on Earth, right. what, is he, what does his adventure entail? <laughs> well, you know, there's like, there's sentient animal people and stuff. What? So, well, it's, it's, a, it's an opportunity for Jack Kirby to play in the environment of you know, the fanta the fantastical while also grounding it in reality, which is something he likes to do. Yeah, With he he's the last boy. That doesn't mean there aren't other living things. Exactly. Sure. Like animal people. Right, like, like animal, animal people. people. And, and, and adults. Were they part of the apocalypse, the yeah, animal they, people? Yeah, they, they were born from the apocalypse. Or they were, like, the last vestiges of humanity that crawled out from the rubble of the apocalypse. But the idea here is that, like, it's just, it's just a, a fun little adventure, escapism, you know, Robinson Crusoe-esque comic book about like you're the boy reading the comic book mm -hmm. and you're imagining getting carte blanche to like run around New York and you know make a raft and row it in the Hudson and catch big crazy fish that are irradiated from whatever. You no, know I what saw mean? this movie. This was uh, uh, I Am Legend. I Am Legend. Yeah but instead of it being a really sad man <laughs> it's a fun loving boy. Right, and there's no vampires. And I'm there's sorry, no I vampires. Can't, I can't connect with that. Right. It's impossible. Well, no, because you're too old. If you were a boy, you'd buy that comic. Anyway, Tom Veach, who, by the way, we've done his books on this couch, he wrote Star Wars Dark Empire. Oh. Yeah. So he wrote this six-issue miniseries, unforgivably long, that <laughs> DC was like, first of all, oh, did you say you wanted to write an Elseworlds book? Sweet, who's it starring? Batman? No. Superman? No. Wonder Woman? Stop. I'm just going to cut to the chase. It's Come on, D, the last boy. <laughs> you don't know who this is. It's no one thing knows I made who this up. is. No, no, no. Jack Kirby created Come oh, on, D right. in the 70s. Oh, that's right. It's a thing Jack but, Kirby but made up. <laughs> in, in the 90s, like 1998, 99, Tom Beach is like, Come on, D, we're going to do this. Come on, D, at Earth's End, six issues. And what happens to those six, six issues? Very little. He masturbates a lot. Oh. And there's weird these thing to put in the book. Uh, yeah, but like we don't like ha we don't show it because he gets into a into like a virtual reality simulator. What? This virtual reality simulator is at the end of the world. Well, it, okay, so first of all, remember it's an Elseworlds book, so it's not in canon for Come on D by Jack Kirby. This is an alternate reality Elseworlds book that's oh, basically just the same thing, but he's a little older. He wears sunglasses and he jerks off at a robot machine. <laughs> It's a virtual reality, sure. like chicks. Right. I mean, if you have a virtual reality robot jerking off machine, you use it. Uh, you use it to an obscene degree. And uh, so that's that book. Oh, also there's like these robots that were created that were built by a league of scientists who created these like android men who you see holding Superman back. We're oh, tying okay. it in, you know? Oh. And they were tasked with discovering why there was a second apocalypse. You see, there was a first apocalypse. That was the one that created the Kamandi future. Are you allowed to call it an apocalypse if there's another one afterwards? Well, I mean, like, right? How would you tell? <laughs> but there were people who 
drag themselves out of the rubble, tried to make, you know, do with what they got, and then another event <laughs> happened. And Kamandi was forced back underground, or maybe in this Elseworlds version, he never left. And maybe that's the idea is that he's been underground and like he would have come out from underground, but there's but another- But I've got my robot masturbating machine. Right. Why would I come out? Exactly. And so, you know, there's this AI called Mother that basically is the sex robot, but also raised him and is modeled after the woman that gave birth to him. And she kind of is also the reason for the second apocalypse. And the Ugh. what? Yeah. It, no, it, thank it, you. It doesn't matter. It's a horror. Hor I, I can't stress how, t how bad it is, but you just need to understand that, like, the robots that like run everything, they come from the city in the sky that was like saved from the apocalypse, and they're basically sent as like recon droids to like figure out exactly what the hell happened and what's going on down there. And then they get it in their heads that they also have to like save the world. They also have Superman like in their clutches. And he survived both apocalypses and he's all like messed up. He's what? all messed up. <laughs> what did, what, why didn't he save the world? Because he was powerless to do so. Maybe because... the cataclysms depowered him. You know, there's not really a good explanation as to why Superman didn't do Dick yeah, maybe back in those two other sun. things. Well, that's the thing is that like in the Sky City, he has access to the sun's radiation, but he didn't have access to it. And so he's kind of like depowered or at the very least brainwashed by these robots to, to do the bidding of uh, the, the science council. So Superman and Kamandi go toe to toe and then ultimately team up. And then ultimately, Kamandi learns that it's better to have sex than to jerk off. And he meets this girl, and he rejects the place they came from, and he moves on. And he and she decide to like repopulate the Earth. And Superman's like, "Cool, I'm gonna go back to the Sky City with my robot friends because all they wanted to do was find out why the world ended a second time." And I can just tell them because right. I'm Superman. No, I should they know. were there too with him. So like, he, they they decide to take him with them. They're like, "Well, we're done. We figured it out." So they go. And they're like, oh man, Superman, you're not, you're, you're gonna love our plan now that we know what happened for phase two. And phase two is this book. Uh, okay. You can't repopulate Jesus. the planet with two people. Well, I mean, God did, right? <laughs> That's a story. Yeah, ex well, so is this. <laughs> I guess. Ha ha! Yeah. Checkmate, Ethan. So that I mean, like, it's, uh, but it's supposed to be metaphorical. <laughs> but here's the this thing: this is supposed to be actually happening. Yeah, right? I know, I know. Yeah, that's that's an allegory. Uh, this is not. No, that literally happens though. And in that book, they run into other people. They run into like adults and stuff. It's just that these are the youngest people. Oh, in the oh, okay. All right. So there are other people. Oh yeah. They yeah. aren't solely responsible for repopulation. No, the but they do feel that responsibility, and they like right. say it out loud. Well, they're part of repop the repopulation, the repopulation effort. But they say that like we're the last two, and we're going to repopulate the Earth. But maybe they're doing it kind of symbolically, like we're going to right. lead the charge, find people, and then you know have sex with them all. But like that's <laughs> yeah, just get in the pile. We gotta save this planet. And I know. Let's go underground in a giant cave and play techno music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, we're, we're like, actually, I think this book came out in 99. Oh, Matrix. it's right around. Right around there. Yeah. I, I, I got This had to have come before Matrix. But anyway, so Superman goes up into the city in the clouds and like absorbs the sun's radiation and becomes Superman again. Or at the very least, he gets to full power because that's what the narrator, the omniscient narrator says ah, okay. in this okay. book. Does that, that like... Help him remember shit? Yeah, oh yeah. No, he gets snapped out of it during that miniseries. Oh, now okay. he's Superman again, except not. So if you were to give a what-if premise for this Elseworlds book, uh, Superman at Earth's End is basically, what if Superman wasn't at all? <laughs> 
Or, or, or better yet, what if someone who hated Superman was tasked with writing a Superman Elseworlds story? <laughs> Or like, what if wow, Superman never acted like Superman at any yeah. point during a book that has his title on it? What if Superman sucks? Yeah, what if Superman is garbage? Or what if Superman was broken down to something barely recognizable so that people who would never like Superman would love Superman? He's, he's like some kind of asshole. I mean, he becomes one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, everyone in this book is some kind of asshole. Mm. Legit. Well, that's the apocalypse. Post-apocalypse. Right. Part yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if this was post-apocalypse, I'd be some kind of asshole. Um, easily. Yeah. Especially if there was another one. Because that's the thing, is even either eating people or rats, and no way am I going to maintain some kind of semblance of humanity at that point. Well, no way am I going to be able to catch enough rats to keep myself satiated. No, so I'm eating people. So, <laughs> phase two of these robots' plan is to blow up Gotham City. And Superman's like, what? That's where Batman used to live a hundred years ago. Because did I mention that it's a hundred years in the future? Because it is. Gotham uh, is not populated anymore? Now it is, but with like crazy mutates and scavengers and stuff. Wait, shouldn't this be where Terry lives? <laughs> yeah, but that's, no. Yeah, we're not yeah. in that future. We're not dealing with that yet. Because we haven't maybe invented Batman Beyond yet, and even if we did, it's still a cartoon show, it's not in this. Ben Boxer is the head robot guy who <laughs> uh -huh. was established in the previous miniseries, and he's friends with Superman as much as anyone can be friends in this nightmare universe. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, Ben Boxer's like, dude, no, here's the thing. Everybody in that city is gross. And, like, we just got <laughs> through, like, getting the pretty people back on the surface and they're gonna fuck and make other pretty people. And so we gotta make room for all the pretty people that are coming. And we gotta get rid of all, like, the gross mutates and monsters <laughs> and stuff. And they're all kind of, like, concentrated in Gotham, Gotham City. city. So I was gonna say, we're if, gonna nuke it. If you've got, like, crime families and, like, the Penguins minions mm -hmm. and, and Joker clowns yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. You know what? Nuke Gotham. Right. Fuck it. But that's not there. Like, no, it, there's no vestiges like of just, that. No, there's just, just a Mad Max future yes. but in Gotham, Gotham. By the way, it's 100 years later. There were two apocalypses, but still there are buildings in Gotham that are up. Like, it looks like a city. Like, it never got Like, it never got destroyed. nuked or destroyed. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. That's how strong Gotham is. Yes, and Superman makes a point of saying that. He talks about how, like, Gotham City was, like, the guiding light of modern society. And I'm like, what? no! No, it wasn't. You are incorrect. You're from Metropolis! <laughs> That's the city of tomorrow, you asshole! So Ben Boxer and Superman have a big climactic fight in the first page of the book. And you're like, who the fuck is Ben Boxer? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he t Ben Boxer. He gives his he gives his spiel. He explains his reasoning. Okay, it's filled with it's infested with freaks, muties, and it's a cesshole of genetic corruption. Genetic corruption. Yeah. Okay. By the way, uh, don't like get too hung up on words being used in this because they're not <laughs> and used, what they mean. Right. Because they're not used correctly. Okay. I was gonna say genetic like, corruption sounds weird because he's literally talking to an alien. Right, and he himself is like a biomechanical man. Yeah. Right, but maybe he has this idea that like, no, no, we're gonna, but like, regardless of what I am, like mm -hmm. there should be like pure yes, humans exactly. on the earth. Right. And I'm gonna try to like bring that back. Yeah, that's just his programming. Yeah. I don't want them to be gross. Yeah. Okay, but so. Well, then you shouldn't have them like all incest fuck like. <laughs> exactly, by the way, that also comes into play because there's a big point about like, the purity of race at the end of this story. Oh. Oh no. But it has nothing to do with these robots. But I think the Science Council made both of them, both the antagonist of the story and Ben Boxer. But they all came from the same place, so my guess is they're probably just going from a, a similar line of code that says, like, keep things pure. 
I don't know. But okay. We'll get into it. I promise. It's gonna right. be it's gonna be a lot more black and white in a minute. So Superman says, and this is I'm making a point of uh, using this dialogue specifically because it's kind of the headline of the story. Where Superman says, and you're going to wipe out that city with just your big guns, aren't you? I don't understand how destroying one city is going to take care of all the genetic corruption. Me either, Earth. and well, neither does Tom Beach. Because they're all there, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, they all gather there? Yeah, well, Why? It, there are more people in Gotham or living beings in Gotham than anywhere else I had seen in the previous series. So maybe they're congregating there. Maybe, maybe Gotham's like the last city? It's not. Oh. <laughs> so no, <laughs> like I wanted to, uh, I, I wanted to kind of follow that on yeah. with like maybe there was, but like but no, no, there are other cities. there are other places. Yeah, the rest of the world got wrecked, even Metropolis. Yeah, and Gotham so, is just so the basic strong. premise upon which this book rests makes no sense. Yes. Okay. That's right. So so there's just nowhere to plant your feet. Got it. No, that's right. You can't get acclimated, <laughs> and that's why like nobody likes the story. Okay. But don't worry, even if you have the acclimation of having read the six issue slog. Of that other book, mm -hmm. it's still a nightmare. Okay, it's still it's still a fever. <laughs> it doesn't dream. matter. Yeah. So Superman punches Ben in the stomach and like reveals his gooey robot. <laughs> oh no, organs. his goo! Yeah, don't worry, he's fine. He'll fix himself. But right. he's like, you, you, you know, I'm a man and you're a robot. Watch, and he like breaks his flesh and blasts out his, his his wires. And he's like, I'm gonna go. You're not gonna nuke Gotham on Y Watch, so I'm going to leave and go to Gotham and not stop you. That's right. Right. And don't worry, it's not like... Well, when the nuke they, comes, I'll just fly up and yeah, grab it. Yeah, that doesn't happen, oh. nor do they go like, I can't believe left, what an asshole, and then drop a nuke. They he, they just wait for him to come to this conclusion on his own. So he leaves, and they're like, all right, well, he'll, he'll soon learn the new way of things. The power of the gun. That, like, guns are really important and useful. Guns what? are awesome. Okay. That, yeah. Like it's, Superman's like, I didn't bring that up. Like I brought up that one thing about like how you're gonna drop a nuke, and I likened it to a gun, yeah, you and how you're guns? talking about the power of guns. Guns are a big thing in this book, and I don't know if this is a parody or not. And that's really the big problem with this book. If this is a parody, it's hilarious, but like not really because it's not fun to read. So <laughs> like, but if it's just legitimate, then it's weird and it's problematic. Why are the robots just now bringing this up? Like what? What? Right, because Superman had like, enough. This time. is the new way of things. What? Since right. when? What? Yeah, th they're acting like you haven't been. You, you no didn't time. have guns before. Yeah, did someone just reinvent guns? No, I don't they understand. absolutely are using guns. Their guns are plentiful. They're oh. everywhere. No, we just got them back. The second apocalypse was the eradication of guns, and yes. now we have guns again. Now the second apocalypse was because of the mother robot that was jerking off Command D. But like, let's not talk about that. <laughs> you anymore. realize that makes no sense. Yeah, I do. <laughs> So Superman is like, I am at full fucking strength, and I am feeling good, and I'm flying around the Earth, and I'm seeing like, you know, I want to fly around the Earth the opposite direction, spin back time, he fix really, all this. He, you know what? Uh, that would kill him in this book. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to Gotham, and he goes, and like, it's, it looks pretty much like Gotham. Huh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's functional. There's smoke coming out of the smokestacks. I know. There's people running it. Right. Okay. Yeah, but like, they don't. They the don't, windows don't, aren't broken. Yeah. No. We don't even see the people in these buildings. Right. But Superman muses about, you know, his best friend Batman and how cool he was and how great the city was and how sad it is that he died and how he remembers that happening. And then he is faced with a man bat, but not man not bat, the villain man bat, from right. Batman Just comics. A man bat. A man bat that looks kind of like Batman. And Superman assumes that it's Bruce Wayne turned into a bat. What? He just said he was dead. I know. But he's like, Bruce, is that you? And they fight. And then 
more man bats or Batman attack Superman. Okay. I These are just gargoyles who came to life, right? right? <laughs> yes, it was. They the in the in the new apocalypse, their castle was raised a thousand feet in the air <laughs> above the clouds. Their curse is broken, no, and no, they no, live again. This is every this is every gargoyle that Batman perched on in Gotham. They're like it's payback after time. his death. They're like we have to carry out his legacy. Yes, we'll perch on every human we see. So. Superman is like brought into the alleys of Gotham. Be cool if it was Crime Alley and there was something Im important that happens. Instead, it's not. And he just goes, come on, you uglies, let's bring it on. Classic Superman line. <laughs> yeah, he calls people uglies. Until the headlights come on and a roving street gang of motorcycle riding children, a la oh. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, oh, yeah. arrive. <laughs> and they talk like they're written by Frank Miller, uh, but they're not. So it's not even like fun. It's not even like it's got the kitsch value of like, oh, crazy Uncle Frank trying to be relevant or create his own little slang. Nope, it's just these monster children with machine guns on motorcycles that go, kill them all! Let's go, we gotta teach these bats that we run these streets, and Gotham's ours now, and they like... So the bats are a big problem. Yeah, these, it's an infestation. I see. So the children mow down most of these bats, and then Superman says, whoa! And then picks up one of them and says, I said whoa! What? Well, like you're a horse? It's a weird right. thing. Whoa, whoa Sorry. there, Nelly. And he, uh, and he looks the children in the eye and reveals, you know, number one, they're children, and number two, that they're jerks. You know, they don't know who he is. They spit in his face. Yeah, they're punkers. Yeah, they're little punkers, and I hate punkers, especially bald ones with little green makeup and masks over their green faces. <laughs> so the children are like, oh, this old dude must be a creation of the dictators with a K, because they're dicks. Oh, I and, see what uh, you did there. Right? And uh, the dictators are creating, clearly the dictators are responsible for the Batmen and other problems that are plaguing Gotham City that is run by these children. Even okay. though this guy was fighting the Batmen. Oh, uh, that's right. Well, we need to show them fighting first, so they have to like put aside their differences Wait, is, and work together. Is this book gonna be about Superman like dealing with like Gotham City's like local like issues? No. Oh, is okay. this gonna be about how <laughs> Superman becomes Santa Claus and these kids become his elves? That would be amazing, and it would oh be way God. better of an ending than this, but they do call him Santa Claus. Oh. Because, I mean. I mean, look at him. Look at him! Here's the thing, you didn't draw Superman. The S no. stands for Santa. It, yeah, right? For all these children to know, that is Santa Claus. Yeah. Well, they probably don't even know who Santa is. No, right? they do reference him. Oh. And they reference Christmas. So in a hundred years, despite the two apocalypses, <laughs> they Christianity and Christmas. Santa Claus emerge victorious. Uh, one of them decides that he, they have a funny feeling about him and we should implicitly trust him and follow him wherever we go. So let's take him back to base. And they take him back to Wayne Manor where they are set up. Uh, Wayne Manor, of course, has a little mausoleum that Superman built for Batman when Batman died. Mm. So right outside Wayne Manor, which has been boarded up, there's also a little like Batman mausoleum and the door has been moved and Batman's corpse is missing. Oh uh, my God. Doesn't that kind of reveal to everyone <laughs> that Bruce Wayne was Batman? Uh, it's been two apocalypses, it doesn't matter. Yeah, nobody anymore. fucking cares. When, Bo when Batman died, it was over. So Superman is horrified to discover that the, that the, that the body's gone. Has it been three days? <laughs> it's been like three, Decades. <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, Superman can't believe that someone might have stolen Batman's remains. And right. he goes, which one of you rotten children must have stolen another classic Superman line? <laughs> so they, they, they swear it was the dictators. The dictators stole Batman's body. Oh, okay. And they are, yeah. The, so, so these so, aren't kids. They're dwarves. Right. No, no they're, they're not dwarves. They're... they're not like little people. They are straight up 
children. They're just drawn like this because it's very stylized. I don't blame yeah. Frank Gomez for drawing it like this because, you know, he, he, he works <laughs> with ridiculous worlds. Yeah. You might as well have ridiculous drawings. Exactly. In it. These these are cartoon characters. Yeah. You know, it, it's like, you do it like Mad Max meets Peter Pan. You know, <laughs> go for it. So Superman apologizes for yelling at them a couple panels ago. And uh, so they talk about how their parents were taken from them. And they're, so, okay, already, come on, these entire purpose for being is gone because there were parents in this apocalypse yeah there are children there's multiple there's children multiple children everywhere whatever no this is Kamandi's plan he took the adults mm-hmm. and was like we have to make new people yes and then they gave birth to these kids They're like right. we can't no, take care of you no, but we have to keep populating the earth and then they move on to another city and that's the problem is the timeline because like Superman goes to the robots and then like he has to have been there for a couple of months at least because I think he says that in this book because oh. he needed to get at full strength okay. but he's not there long enough for him to retain full strength because we need that to happen too and yet, Superman is reacting to the robot's plan, which they reference in the last page of the last series, like they're talking about it on the way to the Sky City, but he has to have already been there for time to have elapsed for him to have gotten full charge. Right. So, like, it, They mentioned the plan, but then they didn't. It took him a couple months to yes. actually tell him what that plan was. Which is why I'm suspicious that this is a parody. Mm. Because nothing lines up. Right. So, Superman and the children go into Wayne Manor, and while we're in there... You know, they're going to their base, which is the Batcave, but they got to go through the secret entrance. So they go into the house, and we see that among the regular accoutrement in Wayne Manor, there's also a little, a little shrine okay. for the gun that killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Thankfully, we know this because there's a sign on it that says, The gun that killed my parents. <laughs> Like, you're going to forget what that is. But it's just a little cardboard sign, like, leaning against it. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's a museum display. Yeah, but only but- for himself. Because it's referencing himself. In it's case he forgets. The, the, the gun that killed the Waynes or my... The, it's no. like, I, I'm afraid I'm going to get early onset Alzheimer's. Yes. So I have labels everywhere right. to like let me know where everything is. It's like 51st Dates. I need to constantly inspire myself to become Batman every night. <laughs> it's the gun that killed my parents. <gasps> oh no! My parents are going to wear a train! I better oh. become a bat! Oh, I got a whole costume and everything. Let's go. So Superman references the gun talks about how a gun changed Batman's life forever right. they're bad once again we're talking about guns yes. guns so then they go into the bat cave they go down these tunnels they head to the base where their parents are being kept children's parents are being kept down in the no, bat no. cave they hang out in the bat cave they travel 30 miles oh. to go through the catacombs of Gotham to get to this location where the dictators have kept their parents parents. so when they get there there's like a bunker door that is very much like fallout again (laughs) that uh is evocative of come on of of command d it's all these bunkers have these doors right and uh so they can't get through it which is why they couldn't go and avenge their parents because like they can't get through this door where their parents are being kept and they know that they've tried this before they've been stopped here but now they have superman so now it's like let's try again right okay and so superman's like well tried just banging on the door and just just everybody push it once yeah no, because they'd be eradicated by the dictators and Heave monsters ho. So Superman is like, I will open this door. And then he tries. He goes, huh, I guess I should have spent more time in Sky City. Mm. But he has enough strength for now. So he opens the door, kind of. And they go through. And they are met by giant robots that are also mousers from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and they're ushering through these crazy malformed versions of these children's parents. And they look basically like humans but they're also like genetically modified and there's really no explanation as to why 
Or for what purpose? Uh, it looks like they were modified to also be broccoli. Yeah. yeah, they got like. Well, they're they're tumorous. That's the idea. Yeah. But like, it'd be more horrific to make them flesh colored. So let's make them green. But only some of them. So <laughs> the boy who trusted Superman is met by his father, and his father's like, Frank, you ran out on us, and now I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna kill you. So Superman kills his father. Like just just yeah, just, like in front of him. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't really kill him. He Frank thinks he killed his father, but he's like, no, he'll live. But what a life, you know? What, what can you call it living? <laughs> And, uh, I really should kill him, though. Yeah. But I won't. I'll let him suffer. Because so, I don't kill. What or they, use guns. What are they doing? They're just walking around? They're being led by these robots, which attack Superman. Okay. Why would these robots have giant sharp teeth mouths unless they were meant to use them? Right. Well, they try to, you know, but Superman smashes one of them, of course. And uh, yeah, they're, they're, taking, they're taking their orders from the dictators. The right. dictators are, like, right. transmitting orders to the robots. Okay. And, thankfully, we don't need to think about it because Frank says it out loud. He goes, that's the dictators talking on their radio and that's who's giving the orders. Oh. Thank you. Okay. What are they saying? They're saying that they've identified that the American Superman has engaged the robots. The American Superman. Yes, that these, these dictators are foreign. Oh. Or foreign in a world that has no countries twice over. <laughs> No, he's uh, he's foreign because you know he's from space. Right. Yeah, he's the most foreign. So, the 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 I believe that the jaws of these robots are used actually to like grind up human flesh because they use these humans. Some of them they modify and make into people who walk in a straight line, and others are made <laughs> into man bats or batmen, oh. and others still are used to make more horrible genetic monsters. Superman is going to fight these robots but remember he's not at full strength anymore for no good reason and he claims that he could destroy them with his heat vision if he had it and so one of his child soldiers uh, says you should use a gun and shoot it and he says that's a great idea and then shoots it with a gun oh couldn't they do that a gun they could but they hand it to superman so he does it you understand by holding the gun I can power the bullets even more yeah, no he just uses it I'm even it. stronger maybe right. he just has better aim than that I mean clearly he can certainly handle the recoil better. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, don't worry, he defeats this robot, which is called a flesh harvester, which gives credence to my theory that the jaws are used to harvest flesh. So, sure. I mean, that would make sense, yes. Or yeah. just to scare you and make you. I am called the flesh say. harvester. I'm yeah. actually a vegetarian. Yeah. That's, that's my work name. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my title. I'm not, that's not all I am. So anyway, they leave. I have a very nice feng shui garden. Yeah, so they go further into the bat cave because like this is like kind of Bruce Wayne's lab. Oh. Or whatever. This is all still part of the bat cave? Sure. Oh. They leave, they get on their bikes and they go back to Bruce Wayne's bat oh, cave. Oh, I okay. see. They, left. They, they do that a couple times in this book. Do they, they rescue the parents? No, because they're already too far gone. They just right. leave them. It's too late for them. Plus, what are we gonna do with them? They're just gonna mill around in the bat cave. They're gonna take up space. We, yeah. we don't have time for that. It's depressing. So, uh, Superman points out that he is too weak to, ex to to take another beating like he did from that flesh harvester. And uh, mm -hmm. so he needs to go back to the Sky City yeah. for at least a year to soak up enough radiation for it to be permanent. For at least a year? Yes. Oh. And so uh, one of the child gangsters says, dude, this gigantic, awesome, image-inspired gun. <laughs> uh-huh. This is too heavy for us to carry, but perhaps with your Superman strength, you could carry this totally bitchin' gun, and you could fire it. There's a little context plaque that <laughs> names it. It's called the Expunger. 
and it is a weapon that Batman, like, I don't know, took with him as a trophy on the final case before Batman died. Okay. On, on the final case before he died, and yet he has this giant gun in his armory. Yeah. Well, you know. He Just like the gun well, that killed his parents. He's keeping it safe. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like Superman actually has a hall of weapons in yeah. his fortress. No one can solitude. use this gun yeah, if I but, have it in my museum. Exactly. But you could just dismantle it, man. Yeah, but what no, if I, I what if I need it? Yeah. yeah, what if I need it to fight like aliens and crap? Exactly. Yeah, what if I need it to like mount on my car and just murder well, people? What if Superman needs it to wield on the cover of this book? Right. So it's definitely going to do. So Superman he, says he can't be strong enough for that though. No, he is. Look at that thing. No, he totally is. No, he is. But he's not going to use it. That's he says, all. He, no. he only has just enough strength to hold that gun. Yeah. At the end of the book. Right. Uh, he was happy to use the gun against the robot because it's a robot and he doesn't murder people and robots don't count. You he hear that, like, Kellex? Why? <laughs> one zero 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 one zero zero. Boo hoo hoo hoo. So anyway, uh, Superman like proselytizes for no good reason about how he doesn't kill. He's gonna deal with these dictators as he is, as a Superman, as a moderately powered Superman. Right. As so just they, a strong guy. Yes. So they go to Wayne Laboratories, which has been perverted by the dictators. Uh, and so Superman and his child army on motorcycles and guns, which they're allowed to use, by the way. Superman's like, you wouldn't survive a day in Gotham City without your guns. Yeah. I don't like guns, but, but I, don't I, like I do acknowledge that you guys do actually you need, need them. You're fine. And it's like, I, I kind of get Superman. See, like, because Superman understands that, like, some people need to use deadly force, but Superman's above it because he's powerful enough to not. Right. But he's not right now, so he's definitely going to use that big fucking gun. <laughs> so, but he didn't what? bring it. So Superman basically issues a charge against the dictators outside of their great hall, yep. which is a bastardized version of Wayne Laboratories. And that is, by the way, that's the, the underneath there is where their parents were being transformed. Okay. So they're now at the surface level yes. of that area. Okay. Exactly. Uh, there they are attacked by straight up mutated Nazi monsters. They also yell Schnell and other uh, uh, Call of Duty or <laughs> Day of Defeat Day, yeah, I was gonna say. sound effects. <laughs> mein Lieben! <laughs> yeah, it's Wolfenstein. No. Wolfenstein. This dude played Wolfenstein. Yep. <laughs> yep. So Superman is like, bring it on! And then the Nazi mutates arrive and they just look like rejected characters from ID Software. And if that wasn't weird enough, he's then attacked by mutated animals that have been modified vocal cords so they can yell words, and the words they yell are also like aggressive Don't kill words. us, we come in peace. No, they, they, they yell things like slay and massacre and kill uh, while the other characters are screaming in German. So it's just a cacophony of, wow. ma of madness and nonsense. Yeah. So the children... Yeah, but it's so cool. It's just so dope. And so, you know, Superman's got to fight the mutated animal-people hybrids that also, they speculate, might be real people because some of them use big words. You know, like, some of them are yelling slay and butcher and massacre, but others are saying... Derivations Is of, this not the conquest of man? <laughs> no, no, they say, things like, they say things like a homicide, patricide, fratricide. Like they, oh. And they're like, that, mo that guy must have been a professor, you know, or a cloned version of them. Because like, he's still yelling nonsense, but it's a but larger vocabulary. More syllables. Ah, yeah. he passed the SATs. <laughs> yeah. So then you start to notice that the Nazis are being led by twin Hitlers. Twin Hitlers? What? Yeah. Like, 
there are twin Hitlers right. issuing these charges. That are yelling orders from a platform that's higher up yes. somewhere. And yeah. those are the dictators. Where did they come from? How did this come to be? Yeah, oh, why well, did we get Hitlers? Oh, okay. But, uh, so the children are shot by bullets. Oh. And Superman's like, what? No! Don't shoot these children! Stop killing these children! What? And so they stop. And the Hitlers are like, hey, who told you to kill these children? And the mutates are like, we, you did. You, you told us to ma the, like slaughter and yeah. massacre and all and this They're like, we stuff. did not. We didn't tell you to do that. And so Superman's like, uh, uh, are there two Hitlers up here? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we're the dictators. We were cloned from locks of Hitler's hair that were saved after they created Ben Boxer and the robot, the, the, the science council, they made Ben Boxer and the robots and stuff. Yeah. They also made Hitlers. And there's no really good explanation as to why, but <laughs> after they made the Hitlers, they then felt bad about it. Like they regretted it, so they- But we're not gonna kill them. No, no, no they tried to kill them, but the Hitlers were too 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 savvy. Oh, we'll so, kill ourselves in a bunker first. Right. <laughs> So the Hitlers, they duped them. They killed themselves, <laughs> but they cloned themselves. No. So, the, but the Hitler, basically, just the Hitlers got the drop on the Science Council before the Science Council could kill the Hitlers, and so they took over, and then they made the science people or science uh, nonsense make mutated things, and that's where, like this irradiated wasteland of monsters comes from. Like that's, I, the monsters aren't from like nuclear fallout; they're from like genetic experiments issued by Hitler. I know that this is not where the book is going because the book is going in a very sci-fi uh, sure. route. Mm -hmm. But I kind of wish that after they created the twin Hitlers, the twin Hitlers like went into like the occult stuff. Yeah. Kind of like Hellboy crossover. Right, right, right. And we're like, no, we just kind of opened a portal to hell yes. and, and brought about and demons and that's out. these yeah. man bats and these mutated right, things. Right, they're demons. That'd be great. That would be actually okay even though it's a complete ripoff of Doom. But I would be okay with it because this is nothing. <laughs> I'm just very confused. When did all this happen? At some point within the last hundred years. Okay, and and the Science Council that created the Hitlers—they're they're the same ones who created the robot people. The robot people. people. Yeah. people. Mm -hmm. Did the robot people know? No. Okay. Or they're not related to the Hitler plan. Okay, that was a separate. They're cut thing from the same cloth that the Science Council did. Yes, but that's why I said there might be some kind of connection because like. The robots are clearly talking about like genetic purity. Right. But then you have like the twin Hitlers. Okay. And they're all about genetic purity too, but not because they're making like monsters? actually kind of genetic monsters. So, okay. So yeah, like who's the real Hitler here? <laughs> twin Hitlers also stole Batman's body. And that maybe oh, they're right. using Batman's genetic code to make these Batmen. Yeah, but he wasn't a Batman. Yeah. No, but I merged them with bats because when they're in the cave, they are, uh, they see bats. I want to say they were attacked by bats, but they weren't. Bats fly by and they shoot one and then Superman holds one up and he's like, maybe they use these. <laughs> well, but why do they need Batman? Well, because they're Batman just... was great at what he did. You oh, know, he's smart. I see. He's That's awesome. not genetic. He's I strong see. and stuff. No, well, yeah. So no. were they inspired to merge his DNA with that of bats because he was Batman? Yes. Or were they always going to make bats? No. And they're like, Batman's well, here. Let's just use him because he also happens to be strong. It's just a coincidence it, that he called himself Batman. Yeah, no. You know, it's weird. We, we dug up the grave of Batman thinking he'd be a Batman, but he wasn't. Right. But we're now gonna we, now we got to do all this complex. Yeah, now we got to make. We, yeah, because we had this first idea. 
No. <laughs> I mean, there's no explanation. So oh. let's go with the one where they definitely just needed to make Batman, and so they chose bats to make Batman. Make it more poetic that way. Right. Because also the Batmen have like the same jawline as Bruce Wayne, mm. which is why Superman thought that they were Bruce. Right. So uh, the, the, the Hitlers issue Superman a challenge. They're like, you are awesome, and we'd love to borrow your genetic material to make Superman, mm. so why don't you go take a couple of days, think about it, and come back. What? Yeah. Think about if you want to donate your genetic code to us. What's in it for him? Take a couple of days? Yeah, just take it, well, however long you need is what the Hitler in said. In case you get a better business offer. Right. I promise you won't hear a better offer today. Right. So That's Superman, how confident I am that you're going to come back. The reason is because they needed to introduce the Hitlers, but also have Superman be able to leave the children and go get the big gun. Right. So they go back he to the Batcave. He leaves cave. the kids there? No, he doesn't. That's the whole idea, is that if he did get the gun without also being able to leave, he would have had to leave the children there. And right. It's just, but it's so they easier, allowed him to leave. if they leave. Yeah. If the okay. Hitlers decide, everyone just decides to stop fighting. Yes. And they can go home. Right. Yeah, the Hitlers call a ceasefire, right. and they send Superman and the children home to think about an offer he would never accept. Yeah, after yeah. they murder Star-Eye. Well, yeah. one of them gets killed, and they're one like, of whoa, them whoa, shot that was like, messed up. we yes. got to just... Let's all take a just breath. calm down. All right, because all right. Hitler's known for anything. <laughs> it's compassion. Uh, it's his compassion, is level-headedness. Right. Okay, so it, I'm, I'm just trying to piece this together. It looks like maybe they thought they might lose, and so they're like... Let's I, stop I fighting. I don't see why they would think that because all Superman has is himself at like a quarter capacity and fewer children that he started with. Right. Mm -hmm. So Superman and the children go back to the Batcave. They get the BFG 9000, I mean the expunger. <laughs> and then Superman's like, it is time to face reality. Like Ben Boxer said, this is the power of the gun. I got to pick up this gun and finish World War II and end it here, because World War II never stopped because the Hitlers are back. Because there's still some Hitlers. Yeah. I mean, that's when it winds up and <laughs> Batman removed all the firing pins. Right, that'd be hilarious. It's like, I'm not gonna make this, like, yeah, leave this entire. firing You can't just come into my house and grab this it's and loaded? kill me with it. Are you kidding me? That's just so unsafe. No, so I do that. Superman I've got Robins running around. Yeah, well, no, remember, he only gets it on his last mission, so he actually just- Robins were already gone. He might not even have made the plaque. Superman might have made that plaque. Oh, maybe. Alfred made better. the plaque. Now, the reality is, Batman made the cardboard sign for his stupid <laughs> gun about himself. Superman made the plaque. Or maybe Alfred did, yeah. Because Alfred's, you know. Still around. Yeah. He, we don't see Alfred. So Superman goes back to the battle with the children, and he's like, Hitler's must have known that I'd never accept their offer, so right. he's probably loaded for bear. And indeed he is, and we see there's like a total army of mutated monsters. Yep. And so Superman charges up his gun, and he issues them one final request to stand down. And lick my balls. That's right. Because he's got <laughs> balls of steel. <laughs> I'm Superman, lick my balls. Yeah, classic Superman line. He shoots all the mutants with his big gun. He says things like, this is for all the boys who died on the beaches of Normandy. What? Because what? like, you know, World War II. Yeah, but none of these people were there. Neither were you, Superman. Yeah. Like, yeah, but those I aren't guess, even real Hitler. Like, I guess because Hitlers are there. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like Hitler wasn't a general. He didn't send them to Normandy. Well, these Hitlers also don't remember that. They weren't alive then. Right. No, we're, <laughs> we're Hitlers. We have the memories of all Hitler. Yeah. But the monsters uh, who are being shot by Superman lament as they die that the Fuhrers assured them that Superman would not shoot back because he doesn't use guns. That's so, Batman. Yeah. No, Superman too. Remember, Superman talks about how like bad guns are. But remember, he abandoned his morals because he's Superman. And so he shoots these, these <laughs> yeah, monsters. I don't kill. 
Right, but he does now with the with his gun. Oh, so uh, that that's showing how badass he is, right? That's right. Well, Look that's just him. how far he's been pushed yeah. by the Hitlers. Yeah, and it's, it would take Hitlers to make Superman have to pick up the biggest gun in the world and shoot all of them. So Superman shoots all the monsters, and the Hitler's like, oh, gotten Himmel, we need to collect <laughs> Superman and his genetic material. Let's retreat into our cloning facility. So Superman, like, blows up some factory walls. They they, they, they storm the, the laboratory. I can't believe he missed or, the Hitlers. I guess the laboratory. No. And they get in there, and so the, the Hitlers then unveil Batman at them. But he's dead. Yeah, but now he's back, and he's, like, a big, scary genetic monster with... Bruce Wayne's memories. He's, oh God! He's a clone Batman monster, and he says like, "Clark, I can't believe it's you." And Superman's like, "Bruce," and he goes, "You know I don't like guns. What are you doing?" And so they fight, and so Superman. Why, do, why does he fight if he has Batman's memories? Because he's also genetically predisposed to fight <laughs> Superman. Maybe they cloned Dark Knight Returns to Batman. So <laughs> no, they, they just cloned any Tina Tima book. Yeah. yeah. So they fight and. Uh, you know, I've got Bruce Wayne's mind and Batman's black heart. And Superman's like, that's a good point. I used my super senses, which I literally couldn't use earlier today. And there's no way I would have any more of them. I would have less, but now I do. Yeah, that's how power depletion works. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, I sense that you don't have a pulse or a heartbeat. You must definitely not be. Because here's the thing, you think like, oh, they used Batman's corpse and they like, you know, genetically modified it or- Yeah, put stuff in it. And in fact, Superman says like, even though you two are clones of Hitler, you're literally Hitler. <laughs> but this is a clone of Batman with all of Batman's memories, but you can't be him because you're a clone. So then he, <laughs> so then in, in two punches, he kills Bruce Wayne, Batman, clone monster. Well, so, how could he move if he doesn't have a pulse or a heartbeat? Right. It must be mechanics. They have robots too. Because oh, he's a monster, Ethan. But he's not Monsters a robot. There's, hearts. there's flesh and crap there. Yeah. Some sort of no, biologic he, organism. He absolutely is. So, but without a heart. Then okay. the Hitlers unveil Batman's actual body. He's in a coffin. Oh. They made like a weird Egyptian esque sarcophagus <laughs> where they literally made like Batman's visage on the outside of the of the sarcophagus. Did they cool. like goopify it and then like inject it into people? No. Is that how they no, make the bat monsters? No, they literally just have Batman's corpse in his original coffin. Yeah, they probably just took some tissue samples. Yeah, exactly. so so that wasn't Batman. No, no, it was, that was a clone a, of Batman, which they said. A gross clone. So then the Hitlers take out their Tommy guns and they shoot Superman. <laughs> and the children remark that the bullets are actually hitting Superman and they are making holes in him. Oh, that's what they say. The bullets are making holes in Superman. <laughs> so Superman. That is what bullets do. Yes. So then Superman picks up the big gun, the expunger. Oh yeah, yells, he still got that. Yells, "Curse you to hell." Another classic Superman line, <laughs> and murders the Hitlers, and opens up Batman's hilarious coffin to reveal that Batman's body's in there, still wearing the Batman costume. Oh, he's all desiccated with a smile. Uh huh. He and was he... buried in the Batman costume. Yeah. Uh, yes. Ew. That's who he really that was. was his That's request. who. Yeah. The Batman was the real one the whole time. Yes, Look, was there was a face. There was a grave for Bruce Wayne, and then there was a grave for Batman. Now, there was a mausoleum for Batman. Bruce Wayne was just Had left. Nothing. So, Superman collects Batman's body, 
they blow up the facility or the, maybe the fire in the facility collapses it. They don't show them blowing up the facility. Right, it's just... But we do show the facility blows up and then the whole thing caves into the ground, destroying the subterranean layer as well, killing all of the children's parents and all the genetic stuff that's going on down there. Right, and well, Superman's they were mutants like, anyway, so... Superman's like, I'm sorry about your parents. He doesn't even say I'm sorry. He says, may they rest in peace. It's too bad, but moving on. Right. So then the children and Superman leave. Superman, who's bleeding to death, carries Batman's body all the way back to, to Wayne Manor. Superman's gonna throw Batman's body onto the pyre and burn it so that no one can steal his genetic material ever again. And the explosion of the facility calls the attention of Bruce Boxleitner, or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Boxcar Ben Richard. Boxer. And he's like, hey, we didn't blow up Gotham. Yeah, you might have noticed, but we, we uh, Gotham hasn't been blown up yet. We don't explain why we didn't do that. Yeah. We just saw the explosion and figured we'd, we'd check out what's going on. Oh, did someone blow it up first? Yeah. No. <laughs> Wait a we minute, I said don't blow up Gotham. Why is Gotham blowing up? Somebody get me a plane. Yeah, get me a spaceship. <laughs> get me and down there. <laughs> so Superman explains that he is dying. All of his internal organs are full of shrapnel and damaged beyond repair. So then Ben Boxer's like... Like a computer. Yes. I have run a diagnostic. I am dying. <laughs> I am dying. My internal systems are like failing. That. So Ben Fair. is like, I can doppel your brain into a robot body like ours. And he's like, no. No, my, that would be an abomination. Yeah, my time is finished. This is world gross. does not belong to people like me. And he says, take care of the children, Ben. They're your responsibility now. And so he collects Batman's bones and he says, our time is over. Time for me to join you, old friend. And then he carries Batman and they walk into the fire together. And Superman just immolates. <laughs> like the goddamn T-800. It's <laughs> <He's> like... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Frank, the kid who liked and trusted Superman, he takes his gun and he throws it in the fire. And he goes, "I hate stupid guns. If it wasn't for guns, Superman would still be alive." And Ben is like, "Good for Superman. He sacrificed himself for what he believed in." But guns are what defeated the Hitlers. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have won without those guns. No, we need those. But, but also, fuck guns. <laughs> Well, that's like the kind of lesson a child would take, right? right like right. it's incoherent, it makes no sense. That gun is like what the desiccator has in freaking yes. first yes. spawn. Yes. yes, it is. Yeah. The expunger. So, okay. I'm trying to pull some kind of lesson out of this. <laughs> no! I, I, Superman. There is no lesson. They, they tr they're trying it. They're like, yeah. listen, the gun is like, you need guns. Guns are important. Well, Superman's like, no, guns are bad. Then he uses them to full effect and with success. Because right. guns are necessary. Then well, he refuses to use the biggest gun. And for his trouble, he is shot. Then he gets a bigger gun, uses it, is shot more, but succeeds, but then dies. But absolutely can survive, but refuses aid. You know well, what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's like, uh, like... The kid's like, without guns, he wouldn't be dead. But it's like, without Superman's yeah. weirdo morality, he'd still be alive. Like, he, he doesn't even need to be doppled into a body. They could just bring him up to the, to the Sky City and he'd be able to absorb solar radiation. Well, no, but he used guns to kill people, so he has to die. Ah, you know. He but, has been corrupted. But if only the sun were closer, he'd still be alive. Let's blow up the damn sun. I think the lesson is, like, <laughs> the, guns are bad, but... Sometimes bad people have them, so you need so to use you them. Need to use you need to be them. real. Let's be real here, you know. Like, but then at the end of the day, yeah. you can still be like, guns are bad. But then okay? once you right. kill okay. all the guys that have them, then, then you, you can, can throw. Then you can finally throw yours away. Right. 
It's the maybe only the whole way. Thing, maybe it's set in the That's end of the world it. because it's about nuclear disarmament. Yeah, like once the bad guys are no more, then we can finally get rid of our guns. Yes. Then yes. we don't need them. We anymore. just have to We're kill all the bad guys. Yes. The Nazis are there, I think, so that you can just morally justify Superman killing people. Yeah. Yes. Like, That's, no, they're yeah. Nazis. Right. Th oh, okay. He'd be fine killing Nazis. And that's the right. thing is, like, they're Nazi monsters, like, they mutates, but then it's, like, literal Hitler. And it's, like, mm. you know, it's not that they're Nazis or they're scientists who made Nazis. They are Hitler. They What's are Hitler. worse than Hitler? Two, two Hitlers. Two Hitlers. Yes. Well, it's so stupid there's two of them. I can't believe that. This has some great lines, like, afterward, they were sorry they cloned us. They wanted to destroy us. But we destroyed them. Yeah. I, Yeah. I cut like a, the quick on that. Like one. a thirteen-year-old could have written this easily, e easily. Yes, but is a thirteen-year-old would have used hell and stuff. Like, is it possible that Veach yeah. really was just being like, "Fuck everything. This is a joke." You, you want an Elseworlds? No, Elseworlds was beautiful, and you're gonna keep making them. I'm gonna make the dumbest book you've ever Dude, seen. Dude, then don't do it. Like, what are you doing, man? I'm getting a paycheck. Well, and why is it a sequel to another worse book you did? Like, at least this is shorter. Didn't the well, come on he, D at Earth's end? Because he like, can say that, like, he's not just doing his own insane thing. Like, I'm building on world, what yeah. came before. Yeah, I'm I can't wait for the sequel to this. Like, <laughs> Green Lantern at Earth's end. Oh, yeah. There are no more. This is it. This is the last one. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just an entry in the evergreen end of the world apocalypse uh, trope. Trope. I'm really glad I didn't guess from the cover because I was going to be like, oh, it's the Matrix. Right. Mm. He has to fight off robots. But yeah, because yeah. it's got the... the, the that, that is a straight up... It looks like a Sentinel. Sentinel. Because it's got... I mean, these are the gun belts, yes. but it looks like the arms on yeah. the Sentinel. Yeah, no, it totally does. Yeah. yeah. It's it's inexcusable. The cover is just a, a texture. Yeah, this is horrible. It's a photo of a texture and then like a gradient behind him and yeah. then a panel from the book. Yeah. Like... You couldn't even get this is nothing. You couldn't get Gomez to draw a cover for this damn thing. Nope. I'm not gonna do one more drawing for this fucking book. Like I won't even draw a background. No. It's yep. garbage. Nope. Just use a panel from the book and then put it out. Here, have a nine inch nails album cover. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Or a slipknot album cover. <laughs> I might be way off with this, but I'm almost getting a Judge Dredd vibe from this. I, I definitely feel you on that. In the world building. Well, Wait, like with Stallone, like, Judge Dredd? No, well, no, there's like, like mutants and crap, yeah. and but it's the future, and there's some vague thing about radiation. Right. But it's unclear. It, it could be like a, like a British interpretation of American fascism, mm. like everything from 2000 AD, <laughs> like right. literally Judge Dredd or anything Alan Moore wants to talk about. <laughs> Right, and just like the randomness of it, like yeah. oh, then there's this and thing, then this, and, and then that. It's, and it's like it's you like, think that you understand the world, and it's like ah, and then this other, and then yeah. friggin' Judge Death, like right. what? What? Yeah. what? There's like ghosts and stuff. <laughs> like, what, what are we Interdimensional doing? Interdimensional ghosts, but yeah, yeah. like and then and then Hitler. <laughs> yeah, like, and yeah. then this crazy thing comes in. It's right. like what? And it's like it's just the the dumber it gets, the funnier it is to yeah. me and my friends right. at this fucking coffee shop. Yes. Like, yeah, it's it's Adult Swim. It's, it's anti-humor. Yeah. I, it's just I, I, the dumbest idea, and then I'm going to make it a little dumber. That's the most credit I can give it. Yeah, absolutely, is that it's deliberately stupid because it's just like, you know who will eat this up? Every American comic book reader. <laughs> ha, 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 yeah. ha, ha. I make it funny and you don't even know. Right, it's like, no, I definitely see no, it. I do. There's nothing subtle about this. <laughs> and it's Does, like, uh, yeah, I know, that's what you like, right? And it's like, eat me. 
Does Veach hate video games and <laughs> Maybe he Teenage does. Mutant Ninja Turtles and shit? I mean, it's 1999, you know, I'm probably sick of them by now anyway, so Because, yeah. like, that looks like a very deranged turtle to me. I mean, it's actually, like, that is evocative of a, an image of the turtles standing on a rooftop. I know. It could very easily be a Ninja Turtles homage. Mm. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me in the least. But, like, but, to, but why? Like, it, what are you doing? Well, maybe he hates it. He's just like, this is where comics went. Like, that's gross. Look yeah. at these stupid car Saturday morning cartoon bullshit. Well, what are you bullshit. doing? Why, though? Like, well, you're given this, a job. Is this what you like? This, this yeah. is a story. You, like this shit? you know what's funny? He's never this written is a Superman book. This like, is what's going to happen to kids. Right. They're going to be these wild yeah. maniacs. But we're turning them into. This running is the future the of Superman comics. You want me to write a Superman comic? I'm going to give you a Superman comic and that's going to happen in the next hundred years. <laughs> and it's like, no. Not even close. No. Now, now it's a relic where people go... I don't even know what you were trying to do. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what this is supposed to be. <laughs> it is a famous bowl of stuff yeah. that either Veach loves or hates. Look at my samurai helmet. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, like, it's just, apocalypse. I found shit. Yeah. They, they live I found in, samurai helmets. They live in Bruce them. Wayne's house. Oh, yeah. Maybe he had a samurai helmet. That actually tracks. It's the only yeah. thing in this book that makes any sense. <laughs> but everything else in this is, a, is, a, is just a dog pile. I can't even... So uh, there is no link in the description for you, but maybe, you know what? DC did make a collection of Elseworlds stories all in like one or two or three. God help you if you find this. But if, listen, if, I, if, if there is one, it's there. So if you want it and many th things like it, it's there. But I, I, I caution you, it's, it's a sequel. It's not its original <laughs> right. story. You've got to read Kamandi at Earth's End. <sighs> all six issues of that thing. Yeah. That exists. And it's like, I can't believe after six issues, six <laughs> issues of this, they were like, do another one. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep but what happens to that rolling. Superman? How could they possibly yeah, make show any us money the Superman. on those six issues? I can't imagine. I, I just can't. It's, it's, but this is a classic back issues for me. This is like one of those <laughs> where it's like, what the absolute fuck yeah. were you doing? The, the, the image of Batman... Yeah, what are they doing at writing it? What are we doing talking, talking about, about it? it? Like, does anyone want to see that? <laughs> what are you doing watching the yeah. episode? What have you done What are you doing? Your... I'm so sorry. You know, why, <laughs> why did you, you guys do here? Dark Knight's Death Metal? Every time somebody asks, oh, it's going to be another month. Well, another Superman Elseworlds book for you. <laughs> Next one is just about Superman's family living in the Old West. It's called The Kents. It's going to be great. You're going to love Wait, it. Wait, is that a real book? It's a real book. God. Superman at Earth's End is not representative of the Elseworlds brand <laughs> as it is a friggin' sequel to another Elseworlds book, which, like, they didn't do. Although yeah. they did do Gotham by Gaslight, but only because Gotham by Gaslight is technically the first Elseworlds book. Yeah. And it's Batman. Right, and it was good. Right, the first one. The first one. Second one, not so much. Yeah. But, fine. Also the original team. But it's the original team here, too. Mm -hmm. Same team that made... Come on, D at Earth's End. Did Superman at Earth's End. <sighs> Superman just walking into the fire is like what I do when I'm reading this book. I'm just like, fuck this. Sure. Sure. Just let it, yeah. just let it consume I, me. I'd yeah. rather be... I'd you rather, have to bring this book with you. I'd rather burn alive. I have alive. to destroy it. I'd rather burn yeah. alive than live in this universe another minute. Yeah. I could do a lot of good here, like I just did. Yeah. But, no. Nah. I'd rather not. No. I'm I just, love that. I'm Superman's just... like, this world is not worth saving. I'd rather burn to death. <laughs> You know what? Can we just not? <laughs> Hold that thought. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The fuck language is finis. French. Fini. 
Stephanie. That's what you put at the end of like a good piece of art. Yeah. Mwah. See, that's another. Oh, it's Voila. a joke. Oh, it's a joke. It's a friggin' oh. joke. Yeah. Superman burns alive while holding the dead husk of his perverted body of his best friend. Fini. It is finished. Merci beaucoup, <laughs> Tom Veach. Merde. <laughs> yes. It's one word that can describe this book. It is merde. So yeah. See you next week. Thanks a lot for watching. That's all. That's all there is. It's over. This, there's no more happening. Go away. <laughs> what are you still doing here? It's over. It's just, it's just, home. See, here's an ad. Watch it. There you go.